Well, after their worst loss of the season, the Lakers come out firing and get arguably their best win of the season. They beat the Utah Jazz 101-95 last night, but is it enough to save Frank Vogel's job? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, this Lakers team is going to be the end of me. I mean, they lose Saturday night by 37. Things just seem completely down in the dumps. They're on a three-game losing streak. Then they come out last night and play arguably one of their best games and beat the Utah Jazz, a team which, if I'm being fully honest, I did not think we had any chance of beating. Hannah, you know, the other night after they lost to Denver, and by the way, I think that was as bad a loss as I have ever seen the Lakers endure in all the years I've been watching the Lakers. It was... So demoralizing because they look like they quit. They look like they weren't playing hard. It's one thing to get beat, but to look that bad and demoralized was horrible. And I I texted you after the game and said, I think Frank Vogel's done, Hannah. Um, Well, he's still there, but if the reports are accurate, his job may be hanging by a thread. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, Frank Vogel's job is definitely hanging in the balance. Um, I've heard that from multiple sources now, actually, for uh, the last month or so, maybe even a little bit longer. Uh, but after that uh, that loss, that 37-point loss, I think we are all looking to ourselves and saying, huh, Frank Vogel, better say a prayer tonight. So I think his job is definitely uh, hanging on by a thread. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a second because obviously a lot of media outlets have released that today. But first, that I want to talk about this game because this was a really, really exciting win. You know what I really loved about it? I mean, obviously LeBron James played exceptionally well, but we got a lot of really key performances performances from a lot of our role players, which is what I love to see. In particular, a guy named uh, Stanley Johnson, dad, I think was the MVP of the night. 15 points, uh, five rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. But dad, in that fourth quarter, he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, if there was any doubt about Stanley Johnson sticking with his team after his latest 10-day 10 10-day 10 contract expires, I mean, I think he answered that question last night. He won the game for the Lakers in the fourth quarter. He had 10 points. And really, I, I, it's, it's hard to believe he was in, unstoppable in the fourth quarter. And it really, really lit a, lit a fire under the Lakers. After they had fallen behind, he really bailed them out. Yeah, you know, the Lakers actually had uh, six players in double figures last night, which is what I love to see. I mean, I love, listen, obviously LeBron's going to get his points. When AD comes back, he's going to get his points for the most part. Uh, Russ is going to get some points, although that's a little bit more inconsistent this season with uh, with his shooting this season. But, you know, our superstars at the end of the day, they're going to get their stats. But when I think the Lakers play their best basketball, when I think they've had their most impressive wins, is when we have seen everyone contribute. And in particular, a lot of our bench players, a lot of our role players. Like I said, six guys in double figures last night. We obviously had LeBron with 25. I already mentioned Stanley Johnson, you know, our MVP of the game with 15. Russ had 15, although it was another terrible shot shooting performance, 5 for 15, 1 for 4 from 3. So that's a little bit. We could ignore that stat slightly. But Malik Monk was really good again with 14 points. THT was pretty good with 11. So we really saw a lot of contributions from a lot of different players on that on our team. But, Dad, you know the big key was our defense. Obviously, the defense has been the Lakers' Achilles heel this entire season. But to hold this Utah Jazz team to under 100 points, I mean, Dad, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're actually the number one offensive team in the league. 
They are, Hannah, and you're entirely correct. The Lakers won this game because for once in their lives, they finally played defense. They really locked down the Utah Jazz. As bad as they were defensively and as listless and lifeless as they were against Denver, that's how good they were against Utah. And make no mistake about it, that is why they won the game. Yeah, and you know, I think that's what is so frustrating with this team and why a lot of Laker fans is so frustrating because, listen— We've proved that when we come out with intensity and energy and when we come out with that, you know, defensive mentality, we can be a really good team and we can probably beat just about any team in the league. But for some reason this season, this team has just not been able to get it together. They come out with such little energy most nights, barely play defense. So I think that right there, you know, that win against the Utah Jazz last night really just proves that we can be a good defensive team. We just have to put in effort, which is something that's been missing for us for most of the season. Hannah, one of the things that some people were talking about today, but I noticed it in the game last night, is that the Lakers had Russell Westbrook on the bench the entire fourth quarter until the last three minutes. They were sticking with Stanley Johnson and Austin Reeves and Malik Monk, guys like that. And they were playing better, Hannah. They were playing better. And this is part of the reason that Frank um, gets a lot of heat for his rotations because he's very wedded to certain players. And, of course, he may feel obligated to play Russ. But we know Russ has been disastrous at the end of games. And last night... They had him on the bench. He didn't come back in the game until there were three minutes left. Yeah, you know, I was actually happy to see that because like you said, Dad, you know, Frank Vogel, we've been saying it all season long, he, he's so locked in on his specific rotations and, you know, the amount of minutes he wants to play each guy. It doesn't matter if a guy's having a great game and he's hot, he's going to take him out at, you know, the exact mark that he has, you know, said he was going to even before the game. So it was nice to see him kind of make a little bit of a some adjustments when some other guys were playing much better than, of course, Russell Westbrook, who, Dad, as you mentioned, has just been, you know, god-awful, especially uh, late in games. But, Dad, uh, let's talk about Frank Vogel a bit because I, like I said earlier on in this show, have been hearing now for about a month or so that his job is definitely in jeopardy. And today it was actually really heavily released by a lot of uh, media outlets that head coach Frank Vogel's job is definitely uh, hanging in the balance here. So, I mean, what do you think about this? Do you think this is fair? Do you think it's not fair? Because, again, the Lakers have had so many uh, injuries this season. We've never really played at full strength. Or do you think, listen, uh, Frank Vogel's days are definitely deserved to be numbered? Well, Hannah, um, you know, you know, you have some inside information. You know there has been tension all season between the coaching staff and the front office. You know, we lost a couple of key assistant coaches like Jason Kidd. And, you know, things are tense right now. And, you know, I'm not a fan of Frank Vogel's rotations and the way he, you know, has guys coming in and out. You know, a lot of people are critical because they feel Malik Monk should be playing more. They feel Austin Reeves should be playing more. Stanley Johnson is contributing more at this point than Trevor Ariza. Ariza looked, is looking a little more comfortable on the court now after missing so much of the season. But still, Stanley Johnson has a little more energy. And, you know, yet Frank seems to stick with other guys and it, it, it upsets people. And, and you know, it, it's just a mess right now, Hannah. And I don't know. I, I think Frank's job is in jeopardy. They may be wanting to wait for, for Anthony Davis to come back to see what happens. 
But I'm not sure. If they had lost that game last night after losing the Denver game, I'm not sure what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think after that, the Denver loss, that things were very, very tense. And I think uh, the fact that they won last night against, you know, a very good Utah Jazz team definitely kind of saved Grace a little bit. But, I mean, Dad, they've got to prove that they can kind of back it up a little bit. I do think that no decisions are going to be fully made until AD is back, which it's actually looking like, Dad, he may be back in the next couple of weeks on this uh, road trip, which would be awesome if that's the case but I do think maybe they're going to wait till they're a little bit healthier um and they get AD back to kind of get this team as much in full force as possible but again you know it's frustrating because I don't love Frank Vogel's rotations either but again I'm also not a fan of firing a head coach in the middle of the season because then I think that just causes you know a bunch of other distractions and then what you bring in you know um an interim coach and then you got to try to find a coach then you got to try to learn a whole new system and you know you're already halfway through the season so I'm not a big fan of that as well but then at the end of the day if he's lost this team and he's not going to be able to you know get us focused then there's really no point in keeping him around I agree with what you just said Hannah you know um I think to myself who are they going to get in the middle of the season that's going to be any better? Who who among the assistant coaches right now? You know, Fisdale, he took over when Frank Vogel was out with the COVID, COVID protocols, but he, he's not a great coach. You know, he's had losing stints everywhere he's been. You know, so I, I don't know who they're going to get in the middle of the season that's any better. But then again, again, after the Denver game, the, the feeling I was left with is that Vogel has really lost this team. They're not listening to him. You know, the one thing the coach has to be able to do is get guys up for the game, ready to play hard, and and they're not. They just were listless that game. Coaching staff takes blame for that, you know. But again, at the end of the game, coaches always take the fall. They're not going to fire the, the team. They can't. They're under contract. Coaches generally take the fall, whether it's fair or not. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, which is why I think this next game, uh, tomorrow night against the Indiana Pacers, is so important. I mean, they played a really good game. Um, I think the, maybe, you know, I hate to say this, but I think our loss on Saturday, maybe that was necessary. You know, maybe we needed that kind of little wake-up call to be like, listen, we got to come out, we got to really turn things around here. Because, you know, they definitely did in the game against uh, the Jazz, but they've got to prove that they can do it consistently. So I think this next game, you know, it's our last game at home before we go on a pretty long road trip, I think they've got to take care of business and come out and play really hard for a full 48 minutes. I agree with you, Hannah. I think tomorrow night's game is important. The Lakers have to follow up that good performance with another good performance. Indiana is a very good team. You know, they're not going to be easy. And a win over that team is going to be another, you know, important move towards some momentum going into this really, really tough road trip that we're about to go on. You know, if they lose tomorrow night to Indiana, by the time they get back from that road trip, things could be really ugly. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So I think tomorrow they they absolutely have to take care of business. And I think if I'm head coach Frank Vogel, I'm doing everything in my power to try to get them fired up and ready because his days definitely could be limited. Uh, I think that's going to be it for tonight's show, though. Laker fam, I do want to hear from you. Do you guys think it would be fair to fire Frank Vogel in the middle of the season? Or do you think it's not fair? What would you do if you were the Lakers front office? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.